you're listening to Inside Inspire, a podcast where we take a closer look into the world of PR as a whole and at Inspire PR Group, which is a PR agency based in Columbus, Ohio. This week, we are taking a look at the state of PR in a global pandemic. And joining me this week is Marissa Long, Executive Vice President of Inspire. Hello, Marissa. Hi, thanks for having me. So we'll just dive right in. If you could give uh, some background on yourself to give the listeners a little bit of context, that would be great. Sure. Um, So I joined Inspire in the fall of 2019, so I've been here a little over a year. But I spent most of my career actually on the East Coast, first in uh, New York City working for a real estate and hospitality PR firm. And then over the better part of the last decade, I worked for uh, an environmental nonprofit in Washington, D.C. called the U.S. Green Building Council, which is best known as the creators of the LEED building rating system and uh, the Green Build Conference and Expo. And in that role, I oversaw all communications um, for, for the organization. So everything from media relations to public affairs to multimedia, social media and digital media, and also managing our member magazine, all of our marketing uh, campaigns as it related to events and research and um, initiatives. So a lot of great experience mm-hmm. over the years there. And so I joined Inspire because I really was looking for an opportunity to work with a wide variety of clients, bringing my sustainability background. Um, I have a real commitment to and have spent most of my career really dedicated to corporate responsibility and social responsibility and um, look forward to working with clients who you know value those areas which uh, businesses should be doing today yeah absolutely um great so we can just get into the topic at hand then so if you could just provide the listeners with a glimpse into what it's been like to provide communications guidance to clients about something this big that we've never had to deal with in our lifetime yeah it's been a crazy (laughs) year for sure Mm -hmm. um i remember back in 2008 going through the recession when I was earlier in my career and thinking that that was the worst thing that we could be going through at the time and to know now like even in talking with you know my mother who grew up in the 60s um, her saying that nothing like this has ever happened in her lifetime and it's not that just the pandemic right Um, Mm -hmm. we've had a year of social unrest political division the climate change crises being really elevated with all the wildfires so there's a lot of competing priorities and a lot of things happening but what I've taken solace in and I've you know, found inspiration in, in, is, in, is how important the work that we do is as yeah. PR professionals because from day one when things started happening this year, we've been partners to our clients and that's something that we always value. But I think this year in particular, that partnership and that uh, relationship that we have with them and really being there to help them figure this all out has been impactful and it's kind of helped me get through it, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. So how have we at Inspire navigated the media landscape during a time when people only seem to want to talk about the pandemic and the election? The media landscape definitely looks different uh, right now, and I think it's shifted from what we saw at the beginning of the pandemic as opposed to now, you know, six, seven months later. And early on, I was talking to one of my reporter friends who works for a national outlet and would typically have been traveling for his beat. And Mm -hmm. I said, well, what are you covering these days? And he said, the end of the world beat. Um, And I thought, wow, like, like that's that's what is in the news right now and so mm-hmm. it was hard to kind of um, push through on topics that had nothing to do with that and I think businesses and some of our clients have really been able to shift their conversation in an authentic way and I think that for companies that have a 
story to tell that can be positive in light of the pandemic and in light of politics that's authentic. There are still places for that. There's still hope for positive stories and rays of light in all of this, um, but it does look different. And one of the things that I think as a PR professional is that we need to shift our thinking about what results look like and yeah. what um, what the conversation needs to be. And I've, I, I know for me, I've been really focused on relationship building. And when I'm engaging with journalists, understanding that on the other side, like we're all kind of going through different things as it relates to this pandemic. And, you know, there's been a lot of layoffs in the media. There's been a lot of furloughs. So some reporters um, are switching beats. Some aren't working as much, some are working more. And so just really focusing on that relationship piece, which is so important for us as as PR people anyway, to be building those relationships with media, but being more intentional about that now and knowing that it might not, the end result might not be a story right now, but we're trying to be as helpful as possible to give them what they need to tell those stories later on. And I, I think we've started to see a shift in the narrative with uh, more opportunities being available, particularly at the local and the trade uh, level with publications that are covering issues beyond, you know, what the national media is covering around COVID and politics and things like that. As there's been that shift in the media landscape, I'm sure there's also been a shift in what you've seen for our clients' needs. Could you talk a little bit about what those needs look like? now versus before the pandemic or at the beginning of the pandemic even yeah and again at the beginning there were just so many unknowns and yeah clients were coming to us think you know talking about how can we break through that media landscape and and we did start to kind of think through how can we pivot and shift and um with particularly with events and and all in-person meetings going virtual for some of our uh, clients that have are either member associations or um, have uh, a large customer base or bring people together in person. How do we translate that conversation virtually? And so it's been, I think we've done a good job and it's been interesting to navigate uh, other opportunities besides media around creating virtual communities, for example, on like LinkedIn or Facebook, where we can still try to engage customers and stakeholders. Yeah and looking at opportunities where you can create content and push it out through your own channels. Um, that's something we encourage clients to do regardless because there's so much opportunity there to tell your own story, but really leveraging those channels. And the last several months has been really important for, for our clients to make sure that they're still um, sharing information in a, in a thoughtful way and doing it you know, on their terms. And also, you know, like I said, like reporters are looking for us to be their supporters right now and to help them. And I think that some publications like opportunities with op-eds and thought leadership pieces uh, exist where maybe they didn't before because um, of staff numbers being down at publication. So just exploring those opportunities is something we've tried to do. So can you talk a little bit about the shift that you've seen in our use of social media through this crisis as people aren't able to be together in person, how the digital landscape has changed? We've um, worked with our clients to create virtual communities and Mm -hmm. to create opportunities for online collaboration and communication. But I mean, social media is such a powerful force and that that was the case before the pandemic. And in some ways it's helpful because it it allows us to get information out more quickly. And mm-hmm. when you're dealing with a health crisis, that's important. But it's also when it comes to political issues and some of the other issues, I mean, there's a lot of misinformation out there. And right. so as PR professionals, our job is to help make sure that the right information gets out and that we're having these stories told and we're you know, combating any falsehoods that are out there. And I think that's been something 
that over the last few years, as we've seen with the large social media channels, it's been a hard uh, a hard topic to address. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to figure out how to best move forward knowing that you know there is, there is a lot of misinformation. So it's a double-edged sword, right? Mm-hmm. It's a great platform and tool for us to be using. I, you know, in the years that I've been working in PR, when I started, social media didn't even exist. And so I've watched our industry pivot and, and shift how it does its job. And there are so many, again, great benefits to social media, but we also have to be mindful of, um, of who's using it and how they're using it. So you touched a little bit on building relationships with reporters. Um, are there any other best practices that you've learned from doing PR in a global health crisis that maybe can be applied to when this is over or just in general for navigating as times are right now? I'm not sure I learned this kind of from the pandemic or the current crises, but mm-hmm. I've definitely appreci- appreciated the importance of just showing empathy yeah. and grace and kind of slowing down uh, a little bit more, not just for our clients and for the media, but also with within our team and just understanding that you know everyone is going through this year differently and dealing with either kids virtual schooling or isolation at home or, you know, a variety of different things. And just Mm -hmm. um, understanding that everyone's kind of trying to move things forward as best they can has been, I think, very humbling, but also like a a positive thing that's come out of this is just seeing people respect each other and be kind to each other and support each other during this time. As far as it relates to PR, you know, again, I just think that the mindset of, of building relationships is really important. On the other side of things, are, is there anything that you've kind of learned not to do or say through this, either specifically for the pandemic or just for PR in general? So at the beginning of the pandemic, we were seeing a lot of mixed messages around what to do and not to do as it related to COVID and how to handle it. And there was just so many unknowns. And one piece of advice we gave our clients really early on is don't communicate anything that would make it seem like you're a health expert or a professional in any way. And let's leave that to them and let's direct your stakeholders to the right sources so that they get the information that they need, but don't pretend to be that. And I I think that was one piece of advice um, early on. And then, you know, there are a lot of cliche terms that have come out of 2020 that Mm -hmm. I hope uh, we never hear again. You know, these are (laughs) unprecedented times, which... I have admittedly used absolutely mm-hmm. every single one of these in an email at some point this year, yeah. but you know, hope you're staying safe. Um, how do we navigate this new normal? All of those mm-hmm. kind of colloquialisms of uh, how we talk about things. But the one, the one thing that I am not sick of people saying that we need to continue saying is wear a mask. So I hope yes. that continues into 2021 <laughs> because that's the one that we, we really need to be pushing forward. That is very true. So let's just kind of wrap up with how Inspire has specifically changed and adapted to meet the current situation, both us as a company and a team, and then us as the support that we provide to our clients. Even before the pandemic, we spent a lot of time at the end of last year and the beginning of this year thinking through and planning for Inspire's future. And we've really tried to move forward with um, a lot of that work. And even in the face of uh, unexpected challenges this year, I think we've been able to do a lot of that. But one thing we did um, back in April that was kind of directly related to what's happening this year is we recognized the impact that this was having on our clients, particularly in the restaurant and food space. And so 
we worked with Illuminology, which is a market research firm here in Columbus, and we partnered with them on a national consumer survey to weigh sentiments around restaurants opening back up, around grocery shopping habits, to really look and see where consumers' heads were at. And that was something that we did not for a client, but really to support the industry that yeah. we work a lot in. And, and um, we saw a lot of success from being able to tie in in a really thoughtful and meaningful way to what was happening. And it, and it provided insights and information for the industry. So it was kind of a win-win in that situation. So that's something that we've done. And I think that based on the success of that first piece of research, looking into next year, that's definitely something we want to think about how we prioritize. The other thing we've done is we've started to really look at our own marketing and communications tactics and how we talk about the firm. Now that uh, you know our agency is six years old, mm-hmm. we're looking at to see what's next and we're in the process right now of revitalizing our website and our branding and looking to more regularly distribute our email communications and really ramp up our social media efforts and do things like this podcast yep. <laughs> um, to uh, talk about the work that we do and the support that we can provide our clients. Well, thank you, Marissa. This was very insightful and I think will help listeners understand a little bit more about how to navigate something that's never been navigated before and kind of the role that PR has played in the pandemic, you know, how important communications has been. And I do feel like the pandemic has kind of brought to the forefront just how important language is and how we say things is. Um, So I think that this was really helpful. So thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. You can find episodes of Inside Inspire on our website and you can follow us on social media at Inspire PR Group to uh, stay up to date with our team and our clients and to get a heads up when future episodes are coming out.